Welcome to this week's edition of the Seekonk Speedway Race Day Rewind, produced by Susan Media, where we recap all the weekend's racing as part of the 75th anniversary season of the Action Track of the East. The Seekonk Speedway podcast series is a production of Seekonk Speedway and Susan Media. For more information on Susan Media, visit kylesouza.com. And for more information on Seekonk Speedway, visit seekonkspeedway.com. On this week's edition of the Seekonk Speedway Race Day Rewind podcast, we'll talk to Radical Rick Martin coming off a big win in the Seekonk Sport Trucks and a solid second place finish in the Pro Stock 40 lap feature. We're also going to catch up with Ryan Lynham, winner of the Everett's Auto Parts 08 model main event and a strong run for him in the Pro Stocks as well with a third place finish. Welcome back to the Seekonk Speedway podcast series, everyone. My name is Kyle Souza, the owner of Souza Media, back with you once again to recap all of the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series action at the Seekonk Speedway from Saturday night, May 15th, the third uh, NASCAR Saturday night event of the 2021 season. Of course, we had opening day was on a Sunday afternoon, but the uh, NASCAR Saturday night showdowns taking place on May 8th and May 15th, kind of feeling like normal a little bit in 2021. Before we uh, kind of get going with last week's action, do want to talk about the elephant in the room. We are going to be back at 100% capacity starting on May 29th. That is a big deal for us and all of our fans. So really looking forward to getting back to the new normal and uh, welcoming back the fans in at much larger capacities than we have been. Started off at 12%, got up to 25%, and now uh, up to 100% as of May 29th. And that means our Memorial Day Thrill Show on May 29th will be at 100% capacity. So really looking forward to that. Now let's take a look back at the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series racing action from May 15th, a great night of Saturday night racing, beautiful day out at the track and a quick night, not a lot of cautions in most of the features, nice solid night of racing. So let's start it off with the Everett's Auto Parts late model division. You know what, let's wait. Let's wait for the late models. I'll instead start it off with the Helger South Coast Power Equipment Sportsman Division. The biggest race of the night, the Phil's Propane Triple Crown Series kicks off of the Sportsman Division presented by Helger's South Coast Power Equipment as they are each and every week. But the Phil's Triple Crown Series, we've talked about it before on the podcast, the three race series with extra laps and a championship on the line for strictly those three races. So first time for the Sportsman, 10 extra laps for them. And it's Chad Baxter who returns to Everett's Auto Parts Victory Lane Two wins in three races now for that RLS performance number zero. Some people say it looks like a 10 on the paint scheme, but they promise they have it registered as the zero. And Chad Baxter takes home the big win in the 35 lap main event. Really a strong ride for him over the first couple weeks. There's been no doubt that he's been the fastest car in the sportsman field each and every week. And he showed it again on Saturday night. A very impressive run able to get around cars on the outside lane three wide. And that, that's not something we've seen done in the sportsman in a long time. I remember maybe 10, 15 years ago, Ryan Lynham was able to do it. Uh, that guy named Pepe was able to do it. However, I haven't seen it done in a long time. And Chad was able to do it on Saturday night in route to his win in the Phil's Propane opener for the sportsman division. Second place on the track going to Adam Petty. Craig Bianca was third. Ed Perry fourth, and Chris Gomes rounded out the top five. Now, I say on the track because, unfortunately, in post-race technical inspection, there were a few 
malfunctions on a couple of the cars, I'll put it, a few infractions in the technical rules. And unfortunately, Adam Petty and Christopher Gomes were both disqualified from their finish. So Chad Baxter picks up the win. Officially in second is Craig Pianka. Ed Perry third, Don Perry was fourth, and Kevin Casper rounded out the top five. Kevin driving the Scott Bruno, number 74. Scott not able to race this year uh, due to a medical issue, so Kevin Casper bringing it out, the Phil's Propane driver for the Phil's Propane race, and ends up with a top five finish. Early on in the race, it was Colby Lambert, who's really now really getting his feet wet in the sportsman and coming to the front of the field. He led a lot of laps on Saturday, not able to finish it off, Car looked like the handling kind of went away there at the end of it. But still, a strong run for him to lead some laps early. Once Baxter got to the top spot, there was absolutely no denying that RLS performance number zero. Again, third straight week that he's had the fastest car in the field and able to pick up two of the victories in the sportsman division in the first three weeks. So that's something we're going to be keeping monitor on as the season goes along. See if Chad Baxter can continue to dominate this division like he's done in the first couple of weeks. So congratulations to him, Richard Sprague, and the number zero team. Of course, everybody a little bit too early possibly to look at the point standings, but Baxter also able to jump into the points lead with that victory on Saturday night. Nice run there. Joe Kohler second in points after the first couple of weeks, and Ed Perry's had a couple top fives in a row in the number one machine. All right, on to our next division as part of the Recap Podcast. This will be the Chaz Auto Body Sports Trucks class with a 25-lap feature on Saturday night, their third race of the season as well. If you look back at the first two races, the story was Barry Shaw Jr. in the Everett's Auto Parts number 85. He, much similarly to Chad Baxter, the fastest car in the sport truck division in the first two weeks of the season. In week three, I'm not going to say he wasn't the fastest car because I do believe that Barry had the fastest car out there on Saturday night, but... He was not able to get around your leader and eventual race winner, Radical Rick Martin. And it was a big win for Martin, picking up kind of right where he left off years ago in the sport truck so far this year. Uh, strong runs inside the top five and picks up the win on Saturday night in that number 14. Now Martin picking up his 96th career Seacock Speedway win. Big deal for him as he closes in on 100 wins. Of course, George Summers, the only driver to do that in Seacock Speedway history, gets that 100 race mark. And Martin's already at 96, so he's just a couple of way from getting there. Shaw, able to finish second. I mentioned he's been the fastest truck. Again, I do think that was the case again on Saturday night. However, not able to pick up the win. Martin did a great job slowing up the bottom, almost essentially blocking Shaw, but he did what he had to do to pick up the win. So Shaw finishes second. Brittany Campbell had a great run. New truck for her this year. Still trying to break out some of the bugs on it. Tough couple of first weeks, but she's able to recover with a nice solid third place finish this week. Richie Murray was fourth, the defending sport truck champion, and Mike Duart rounding out the top five in the 25-lap feature. Now Murray spun out early in the race, attempting to get by Barry Shaw. They made a little bit of contact, and Murray had to go to the tail end of the field. So an impressive run to get back up inside the top five. The defending sport truck champion, as I mentioned, has been a top three truck in the first couple of weeks of the season. Interested to see how the rest of the season rolls for that Murray camp. So there you have the sport truck recap so far. Chad Baxter, a winner in the Sportsman, and Radical Rick Martin in the Chaz Auto Body Sport Trucks taking the number 14 to victory lane. We're going to take a quick break on the Race Day Rewind podcast. One the rest of that Pro Stock feature, 40 laps in distance, the third race of the season, 
In week one, we saw Dave Darling take his dominance back to prime form, pick up the big win of the 40-lap season opener. In week two, it was Tom Scully Jr., a former champion in the Pro Stock Division, able to jump out and pick up the win in the second race of the year. And then in week three, this past Saturday night, no surprise there, Dave Darling back in Everett's Auto Parts victory lane for the second time in three weeks behind the wheel of that Johnson Landscaping Bristol Toyota number 52. Now, Darling had the fastest car again on Saturday night, but again, typical to what we've seen over the past couple of years, not an easy route to Everett's Auto Parts victory lane for Dave Darling. He's got to come from the back of the field, but with the way that car is set up and the speed they're able to put together under the hood of that machine, it's not been much of a problem for Darling to be able to come from 10th, 12th, 8th, like he did on Saturday night, get to the front, and return to Everett's Auto Parts victory lane. So Darling picks up the win of the 40-lapper, but it was not easy for him or anybody else out there because Ryan Lynham, we're going to talk to him here, I believe, in a little bit, but Lynham had a really fast number 10, the RLS Performance Machine. Again, that's probably basically the second straight week he's been the fastest car for most of the feature. He's able to lead a ton of laps on Saturday night, uh, 34 of them to be exact, behind the wheel of the number 10. And at this point, he was going for his second straight win in the same night. He did win the Everett's Auto Parts late model 30 lap feature. I'll get to that in a bit. But he was looking for two wins in one night. He leads 34 laps and a caution with six laps to go. Slows the action up. Darwin on the outside pole. And Darwin basically blew him away on the restart. Drives away into the night and into Everett's Auto Parts victory lane. Wynum able to settle for third place in the race. I mentioned Rick Martin was second. So you got Darwin winning it. Martin second. Wynum third. Mike Brightman a nice run for fourth place. That car looked really good on Saturday night. Able to get a nice solid top five finish. And Ryan Kuhn continues to creep around the top five in the pro stocks with a fifth place finish behind the wheel of the Everett's Auto Parts number 72. Going into the year, their plan not to run full time at Seacon in 2021. However, with the success they've had in the first couple weeks, he is second in the championship standings, only 14 points behind Dave Darwin. Darwin able to jump out here a little bit as the season gets underway. And in his quest for that historic eighth championship, he does lead the points after week three. But Kuhn coming off a nice solid finish on Saturday night. Once again, Ryan Kuhn able to pick up the fifth place finish and now is second in the point standings in the pro stock division. So something to watch there to see if Kuhn continues to run. I do believe he will be back in action this coming Saturday night, the 22nd. So who knows what the season might bring for him. So the pro stock division, three weeks in, Dave Darwin's won two of them. Tom Scully Jr., the other tough night for Tom on Saturday, not inside the top five. However, somebody else we're watching, Dylan Estrella, who we thought coming into the year was going to be the major threat to Dave Darwin's championship. He still may be but it's been kind of a weird first couple weeks for him. They've struggled with the car, still able to get top five finishes. However, on Saturday, he spun out late after some contact with Colby Fournier and was relegated to a 10th place finish. So he's fourth in the championship heading into week four. See if Estrella can get back on track this coming Saturday night. The Everett Subtle Parts late models I mentioned also back on the track for a 30-lap main event. The other of the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series feature races on Saturday. And in that one, it's Ryan Lynham taking down the win. Started on the pole in the 30-lapper and agreeing to check a race for the late model gang on Saturday night. Great job out there on the track. That earned them a $100 bonus. Uh, and I believe that was courtesy of Devin Deshaies Motorsports 
uh, for $100 bonus for agreeing to check or race. So uh, great job by the late models on Saturday. Again, Wynum starts on the pole, picks up the win in his first late model race of the year. He was kind of bringing that car out to get ready for the Phil's Propane Triple Crown Series 45-lap feature, which will come up this coming Saturday night, the 22nd. And it worked out good. Gets out there, shakes it down, a brand-new car for him. And uh, they showed a lot of speed right off the truck for a brand-new crease of equipment, which, as Lina mentioned at Victory Lane, is kind of rare. You usually don't bring out a brand-new car and uh, go out there and do what he did on Saturday night and literally kind of dust the field away and agreeing to check a race. So Wynum picks up the big win. Chase Belcher and Jerry DeCasperi started up there with him towards the front, and they finished there as well. The two of them had a great battle in the final laps of the 30-lap feature, but it's Belcher able to come out on top to finish in second. DeCasperi finished in third, uh, and his quest for an eighth championship off to a strong start so far in 2021. Similar to Dave Darling, like I mentioned earlier, uh, DeCasperi going for a seventh champ an eighth championship, excuse me, looking for his eighth title in the late models this year, and he's off to a good start. A couple of strong finishes, a couple of third-place efforts, and then I believe it was a seventh uh, in week two. But DeCasperi is third in the championship early on in the season. Belcher second, DeCasperi was third. Charlie Rose, that is one name to watch in 2021. He has been quick in his own build. He built that car on his own, the number 91, and he's got another top five finish in week three. So Charlie Rose, the one to watch so far this year. He finishes in the fourth spot, and Mark Hudson, nice solid run for fifth for him. A couple guys I wanted to mention that have kind of been the, the class of the field so far in the first couple weeks. You've had Josh Hedges, who finished fourth the first two weeks. He finished back in the ninth position in week three. Had a little bit of an off night, uh, an incident with some of his tires that was a mistake, uh, and that didn't work out too well for him. So unfortunately, Hedges outside the top five. Vinny Renegato was back in the seventh position, seventh or eighth. It was seventh or eighth for him, Vinny. Uh, not a great night for Vinny Renegato. The car did not seem as quick as it did the first couple weeks, but I suspect that maybe they were not on brand new tires. They may have been on old tires. So he finished at the bottom of the top ten, and it was Tommy Adams outside the top ten after winning in week two. Adams, of course, had that struggle at the end of week one with the Renegato. Adams finished way in the back in week one. Here in week three, Adams able to finish outside the top ten. So uh, finish at the back, a win, and a finish just outside the top ten for Tommy Adams. The point standings after week three, Renegado leads by just two points over Charlie Rose, four points over Jerry DeGasperi, and Josh Hedges is fourth, 12 points back, and then back in fifth, 22 back, is Chase Belcher. So late model division, green to checker, nice solid run. Looking forward to seeing what they have. Coming up next Saturday night, it will be round one of the Triple Crown. We'll talk about that a bit later. For now, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to welcome in Flying Ryan Lynham, who picked up the win in the 30-lap late model feature, and also talk to him about that strong pro stock effort and a solid third place in that feature. We'll be right back.
talk about what's coming up this weekend, May 21st and 22nd, as the third week of the season's in the books. We're on to week four for our NASCAR Saturday Night Divisions. The Pro Stocks, the Sport Trucks, the Sportsmen, and the Late Models all back in action. want to thank our division sponsors for Saturday Night, Chaz's Auto Body and the Sport Trucks, Helger South Coast Power Equipment in the Sportsmen, of course, the Pro Stock Division, unsponsored so far in 2021. And then, of course, the Everett's Auto Parts Late Model Division, also on track. Speaking of the Everett's Late Models, they are on the track for round one of the Phil's Propane Triple Crown Series. 45 laps for them this coming Saturday night, their first extra distance race of the year. Of course, they had that Power 5 race in week one that was just a few extra laps. This 15 extra laps, and yes, it is 45 laps this year for the Late Model Triple Crown Series. Not their normal 50 we know last year they had their 50-lap distance for the Triple Crown, but this time around it's only 45 laps for the late model division. So uh, going to be watching to see who the drivers are on the long run. It's not going to be about that sprint to the checkered flag. It's going to be about saving a little bit of equipment and being there at the end of the 45-lap feature. See if Vinny Renegato, Tommy Axum, uh, Tommy Axum, that is a iRacing driver, Tommy Adams in the number 56. We'll see if he can get back to victory lane or... Will Ryan Lynham come from the rear of the field and potentially pick up the victory in the third race of the season? Can he go back-to-back -back in the Everett Subtle Parts late models? The former champion has been quick. Pro Stocks, can Dave Darling pick up his third win of the year in the first four weeks? Dylan Estrella trying to get back and rebound a little bit after a tough week last Saturday night. We'll see if he can get to Everett Subtle Parts victory lane. There's a lot of storylines in that division. The Sportsman, presented by Helger South Coast Power Equipment. Chad Baxter has been the dominating force. Is that going to be again the case on Saturday night? The 25-lapper, we'll see. And in the Chaz Auto Body Sport Trucks, it's been all about Barry Shaw. Two wins in the first three weeks and a second last Saturday night. We'll see if Barry can get back to victory lane. Or does somebody else sneak up there? Does Amy Arsenal grab her first win? Is it Brittany Campbell in victory lane? All kind of storylines there in the truck division as well. On top of Saturday night, backing up for a second, on Friday night, May 21st, 4 to 7 p.m., the final tune-up for our Fast Friday divisions and their practice session. Only the Fast Friday divisions, the Seekonk Grand Prix Bandoleros, the Sport 4, uh, the Helger South Coast Power Pure Stocks, and also the Knicks Pit Stop Legend Cars will be in action on Friday night. General Mission Grandstand is not going to be open. It's just a practice session for Fast Friday, but if you are interested in coming down to the track and checking out a little bit of Fast Friday practice, you are more than welcome to join us in the pit area on Friday night. You'll be able to get that behind the scenes, check out some of the stars and cars of our Fast Friday series. Again, that's coming up on Friday night, May 21st, and that is going to be from 3 to 7 p.m., their final practice session. Before we kick off Fast Friday Racing, want to mention that as well. Next Friday night, Fast Friday Racing hits the track May 28th, the Fast Friday series will be on hand for the first time in 2021. Thanks for joining us on this week's edition of the Seacock Speedway Race Day Rewind podcast presented by Sousa Media. Been great to chat about all the action from Saturday, May 15th. Congratulations to our Saturday night winners, Chad Baxter in the Sportsman, Ryan Lanham in the Weight Models, Rick Martin in the Sport Trucks, and Dave Darling in the Pro Stock Division. Talk to everybody next week. We're going to have a podcast coming up on the Fast Friday divisions, learn a little bit about what we can expect on our Fast Friday opener again on May 28th, and then we'll recap next Saturday's action as well next week back here on the podcast series. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. You can also watch here uh, to grab. If you go over on YouTube, subscribe there. 
Subscribe to YouTube anyway. Check out the videos of last Saturday night's races and all the videos of all the races so far in 2021. Enjoy the rest of your week, ladies and gentlemen, and enjoy next Saturday night's racing. Talk to everybody.